tonight is going to be a little little different. Um, we're uh, Jack and I are going to take some time just to kind of share a little bit about our 2016 and uh, and what we thought was really cool that happened from our perspective and from a church perspective. And so I'm going to share a little bit, and then we're going to watch a video um, that we put together to kind of give a, you a, a four-minute glimpse of 2015. And so you'll see some of your faces. You'll see some of the faces that you know um, in all different kinds of, of, of things, um, from serve projects to e-groups to in-service to serve days. And uh, so that's a really cool thing. And I loved watching the video, and you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it too. Well, I want to take a couple mo moments to share with you some things in 2015 that were really, really cool. Um, one of them, I'm going to share two things. Um, I was trying to use the one thing from the last song to fit in, but it didn't work. So we'll just go from there. So there's two things. Um, one thing is our e-groups. E-groups uh, here at Element City Church are uh, smaller groups of people that meet uh, weekly. Some meet every other week, and uh, they just get to spend time together. They go through a study, or they pray together, and it's just a very cool opportunity just to get to know people at a different level. And we've started some a couple new ones that have just been awesome. We started one down by the U of A. Um, that is six or seven uh, college-age students and people that are doing their master's degree are, meet down there. So that has been really cool to see how those people have come together and, and meshed. And now they're you know, connecting and are looking forward again when uh, e-groups start up in January. And there was an, another one, too, is our, um, our students. Um, so sixth grade through twelfth grade meet every other Thursday night. And they're met by Matt and Jen Warnstead. And you'll see some pictures of them doing some kind of funky games. They're not trying to do... That's what you'll see the pictures in the next video. But it's just watching, um, there's about 12 to 14 uh, junior high and high school students that meet at the office, and they're just getting connected, and they feel supported, and uh, they're, they're, on, they're doing their thing on their school campus, and they get together, and they come, and um, my kids, I have two of them that are in the group, and they have enjoyed it thoroughly, and they know, they remind me every Thursday that it's coming, that you know it's time to, time to go. But we, we believe here at Element City Church that we are all surrounded. We're all surrounded by people. We work with people. We interact with people every day, but we're really not connected to them. We think, you know, through Facebook or through social media or Twitter that we're connected to people, but we're really not. And so eGroups in this year has, been, uh, has connected a lot of different people. Um, and they have uh, started coming on a regular basis, and, and we've got to do all kinds of meet the needs of some people through that. And so I'd encourage you in 2016... If, uh, if you really are desiring that community together, um, e-groups are a great opportunity. And out at the table, you can uh, there's some e-groups that are ongoing, and there's ones that will be creating in January. So just uh, be aware of that. So second, my most glorious, most proud moment as a pastor of Element City Church was our Serve Sunday. We were sitting in the office one day, and I'll give you a little backstory. We were sitting, and we're like, hey, you know, we, I think our, our culture at our church is we want to serve, and we want to we wanna help. So how can we help the church? I mean, how do we, it's funny, because I always think when I come to Catalina during the day, I'm like, why are these people having school at our church? So, right, it's, it's, a, it's, it's me. Um, and so we were sitting in the office, and we're like, how can we reach Catalina? How can we help the administration? How can we make a difference? How can we make an impact? And so we were sitting, and we're like, well, what, what if we did some, you know, some things around the campus that would help them, um, you know, beautify the school, things that they can't get to as a custodial staff, things that they couldn't afford. Um, and so we're like, we just hemmed and hawed around it for a little bit, and then we decided to do it. 
And not only did, did you guys respond, over, we had over 125 people here um, that, that, I think it was August, right? Or was it July? It was hot. All I know, it was hot. It was very hot. And we, we did rocks. We did 25 tons of rocks. We cleaned lockers. We oiled chairs. We, um, we took off, I, I kid you not, whoever was out there doing gum with their pressure sprayers, a 55-gallon bag, black bag of trash bag, was half full of gum. It's disgusting. I will never chew gum on this campus ever again. And you should not also. Um, but it's just to see how the church can become the hands and feet. I've been around church a long time, and I've been in church a long time, and I've been a part of churches that just sit, and they come just like we're gathering now, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I've always wanted to be a part of a church. I've always wanted to lead a church that is moving people in God's kingdom and meeting them with physical needs and meeting, meeting the needs of people that don't know him. And that serve day was one of my proudest moments in ministry of 20 years, is seeing the church of God, people that believe in Jesus Christ, working, they could have done something else. You could have chose to watch football, or well, football didn't start yet. You could have chose to do something else, but you chose to come, get dirty and hot, so that you could make an impression or a reflection of Jesus on this school. So since then, we, uh, we have the tables out there. Uh, we bought uh, six um, picnic tables that were out in the in this courtyard area. You guys don't get to see it, but there's a grassy area on the other side of this building. And it's so amazing to see when you come during the day and you see students sitting in those. Because I, I prayed for those benches. As I ordered them, as we put them together, as the school put them together, I literally prayed blessings on those tables. And it's so interesting to see the students that are sitting there knowing what I've prayed for and seeing what is happening. So there's lots of opportunities to serve. We have many, many ways. That's one of our biggest things from 2015 is that we are a serving church, that we're out in our community. We're doing, um, we did hygiene kits. We did um, backpacks. You'll see those in the, in the video of all the things that we, we can serve. And so we have another great opportunity for you. You can put it on your calendar right now. Super Bowl Sunday morning. We're going to be at John B. Wright, which is the school just east of here on Columbus. And we're going to be doing all kinds of fun projects, painting, landscaping, cleaning. We're going to do all those kinds of things so we can be, again, the hands and feet of Jesus here on this earth in this neighborhood. And we, we've told you many times that we want to be the hope in Midtown Tucson, right? We want to be the hope of Jesus in the heart of the city. And that's what we're doing. And 2016 is going to look a lot different because we're going to do more of that. And we're going to make, as God expands our territory, we're going to take advantage of that and go and be the hands and feet of Jesus. So if you want to serve, you can serve on that day. You can, we'll have some signups coming in January. That's not till February. Um, if you want to serve on a regular basis, it is so cool to see. Maybe I have three things. I can change it. I have a prerogative to do that. Um, three things is we break this stuff down and set it up every week. It is amazing and how cool the relationships have been of the people that set this stuff up and break it down. Um, they don't do it because it's, you know, they, they have to. They do it because it's the joy in their heart. And they're serving you, and they're serving us to get this place ready for us to gather. So if you want to be a part of that, not just the setup. We've got e-kids. Those e-kids workers, you guys deserve, I can't pay you enough. 
and thank you enough to what you guys are doing with this next generation that you're talking to and being a part of their lives as e-kids are uh, first through, actually kindergarten, actually babies, babies through sixth grade. So I just want to thank you. If you want an opportunity to serve, we've got plenty to do. We've got plenty of opportunities to plan those events that are coming. And if you have ideas on how and where to make an make a, uh, impact in your community um, in this Midtown area, please come let us know. This isn't, this isn't the Jack and Brian show. We want, you're part of this church, and we want you to be a part and own it. And so we want you to invite people to it, but we also want you to own it in 2016. So I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart that 2015 was amazing. But I think God's got way more in store for us in 2016 and more. You guys agree? So let's watch this video and celebrate a little bit. the crowd in the
I think it's important for us. I don't know how many of you uh, at the end of the year kind of start thinking about reflecting back over this last year and just thinking through, okay, what what has this year been like? What are some changes I want to make? What are some things that were good that you want to recycle? What are some of those things that you want to have going forward? And uh, as I've been thinking about that, Brian and I have been chatting, just thinking for Element City Church. You know, for some of you, I know that you're visiting with us tonight because you're from out of town. I met some of you. Some of you are old friends. been a while. Some of you were in a picture because I was at your wedding. I'm excited to have you back. And um, just, you know, we're super uh, glad. And to have um, to have you a part of this church family, for some of you, uh, I know for some folks that are connected to our church that don't even come here, that that are out of state who believe in the mission of what Element City Church is doing, and they give to it, and, and they they support it, and, and they believe and they pray, and this is an expression of everyone pitching in and doing their part. And everyone playing a part of saying, hey, you know, as Brian was mentioning, we want to be a church that doesn't just gather. We want to be a church that does stuff for Jesus. And I think back to the memories that stand out for me is, I think, looking over the sea of backpacks. Remember that picture that you saw in there? And it just literally looked like a sea of backpacks. And to know from Christian, who's the principal at John B. Wright, and we had lunch with him a few weeks ago, and we said, hey, are we doing things that are actually helping you? Um, and he said, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I said, what about the backpack thing? Do you need that anymore? And he like shoved the fork out of my hand and was like, stop it. Like you don't know what these stories every single year for these kids to start off school with new supplies and new backpacks and the conversations it leads to. And I thought, here's a guy who's a principal of a school 
who's actually believing in what we're doing, and we're, we're not on the same page necessarily spiritually, but he believes in what we're doing. And the church being the church and meeting practical needs for people is beginning to have great sway and great influence into the lives of those families that are represented there of the 480 kids that they've got and their families. Friends, that's huge. To sit in a meeting at TUSD a few, about a month ago or so, and to have the assistant um, superintendent look at some church leaders gathered in a room and say, we need you. And for, for church leaders to be like, what? Um, like, when I went to school, churches and schools like didn't have cooperation. You know, for us to meet here every single week to do the Christmas thing and to hear from Catherine, the leader, uh, the principal here, and to hear the influence we're able to have, the fact that we can partner with them in, in growing ways over this last year has been fantastic, and to see those stories. I, th- I dreamed a year and a half ago uh, as we talked. We said, hey, we'd love to have influence in expanding uh, arenas here in our city because we want to bring the hope of Jesus to the heart of our city, but we don't want it to be just limited to our city. We want to go beyond that. We want to take the borders, and we had no idea where that was going to go. And then all of a sudden, God starts opening a door in Ecuador. And to stand in Ecuador and to, to stand in the front yard of the little girl that our family helped sponsor was an amazing thing. And I know that was for John, and I know that was for Josh, and I know that was, um, let's see, was Christine here? I know that was for Christine, too, of just to say, hey, these are kids. We've got 14 kids that are being sponsored by someone here in Elements, and your kid matters. And they may not be in your zip code, but what you're doing for them matters. And what you're doing for that compassion project that's being built in the church, that's being built alongside it, and the influence they will have in your kid's life over the next decade is an amazing opportunity for us to continue to partner with. And we've just now started to scratch the surface of that and to see the, the open doors more and more of what God's doing here in our city, um, it's really humbling, to be honest. It, it's humbling to be a part of a community, to be a part of a church family that says, hey, uh, what we do matters. And it's important for us. It's in, uh, I think back over this last year, and I think of the transformation I've seen in, uh, in some of you in, in your different parts of your life, that uh, the transformation from some of you who were far from God, who came to a place of saying, hey, I want to get baptized because I'm putting my life and entrusting my life to Jesus. That's an amazing story that will never get old. Gosh, let that happen 200 times every year because that's life change. Those people, their lives are changed forever because they're, they're saying, hey, I, I'm giving up on living my own way, and I'm going to align myself with this Jesus, and I'm going to start following him, and it's, it's life-changing to hear stories. I know for some of you, you've gone through deep heartache this year, and to see God, even in the midst of the pain and the silence that you feel, to see him at work behind the scenes and the comfort that he brings is an amazing thing to watch. And I pray that our church would continue to be a comforting place and an encouraging place for people to take next steps. And uh, it's important for us, I think, going forward, I think for our church and uh, what I've been praying about, in fact, next week we're going to have a two-week series, uh, the next two Sundays, called uh, Life on Mission. It's this idea that I think we've all been enfolded into this mission for Jesus. And maybe if you're not a follower of Jesus, you don't know it yet, uh, and that's okay. But for those of us who are followers of Jesus, you are to live a life on mission. 
and that you are to have an impact on the people around you. And it begins with investing into their life and inviting them to come to a place themselves to deal with the question, who is this Jesus? Is he just a good teacher? Is he just a good moral dude who did some miracles? Or is he more than that? And it's important for us to be on that page, to be passionate about inviting people to investigate and have, find a life-giving, life-changing relationship with Jesus. That's why we exist. That's why we're a church. Um, we're not just a social club. We're not just a humanitarian thing, uh, entity that does good things for people. We are a church that believes Jesus is the hope of the world, period. And people need to know him. And so we've got a passion, I think, going into 2016 to encourage us to be investing and inviting in people. And one of the ways we do that is by all the things we do. I don't ever, and I don't, Brian and I have talked, we don't ever want to be a church that just talks a good game. We actually want to be a church that, like, does church, not in walls. These aren't even our walls. Let's remember that. We're renting this place. So we don't have walls. So we're a, we're a movement of Jesus in this city, and we get to do that and express that in different ways. You guys are so generous and so giving, uh, not just to supporting this church, but to supporting every little project and things we've put before you, and uh, I think we're having great influence in our city, and it's gaining traction, and it's gaining momentum, and I'm just incredibly thankful uh, to be a part of a church, to be a part of a church family like that, so so grateful that you're here, that you're part of it. Uh, I know there's some that aren't here tonight, and they'll maybe watch it online, so grateful that you're here too, um, and uh, <clears throat> I think as I was thinking through this year, um, the verse that stood out to me, dramatic pause. Matthew chapter 5. This is what Jesus was saying. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under uh, a bowl. Instead, you put it on a stand so that it gives light to everyone. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and give glory to your Father in heaven. They may see your good deeds. That's what they notice. But where their heart affection begins to go is to the attention to someone who's maybe driving why we do what we do. And I think as a church, as I look back over 2015 and over 2014 and the journey of getting launched into Midtown, coming up on our second year of being in Midtown, is we are getting to be a church and reflection of Jesus that's doing things, that's doing good deeds, that people are taking notice of, and our prayer is that their attention and their affection begins to point in the direction of the one who's driving why we do what we do. That it isn't just about doing a project. It's about the person behind the project. It's about the love and the hope and the grace of Jesus that motivates our heart to even do this. And so that's what I'd love to pray for. And I'm going to close this in a minute with a prayer, and then we're going to close with just a song for us to rally behind tonight. And then we're going to go have some s'mores and have a good time. Sound good? Um, but I want to just invite you. In fact, in a moment, I'm going to invite you to stand and kind of by standing, you're just kind of saying, hey, I'm all in with this. I think of uh, our board that uh, we have. We have a leadership team, a leadership board now because Two months ago, we got our 501c3 officially, and so we are officially out on our own. 
And uh, so everything that you give as a part of uh, to Element City Church helps us be the church and do that. And I guess I just remind you with year-end giving, if you have a, a concern for that or want to, to give to Element City Church, to feel free to do that either online or in the boxes in the back. And we appreciate that. We appreciate that what that allows us to then turn our attention uh, and our to accomplish and do something. And so would you just kind of stand right where you're at? And by standing, here's what you're saying. I'm all in, and I'm, I'm excited to be part of this church family or connected to it, uh, even from the outside. And I'm praying for God's blessing to continue to expand the horizon for Element City Church in 2016. So let's just all pray for us. You can pray right in your seat where you're at. And then uh, we're going to transition to a final song that's kind of culminating everything for us to get behind. And as we do that, I want you to sing with all your heart. This is about praising him and about honoring his name. This is who we want to make famous. It's not Brian. It's not Jack. It's not you. It's Jesus. He's the famous one. He will always be the famous one long after we're gone. He's the one that needs the attention and the affection and the worship aimed in his direction. And he's the one that is the hope for our city and beyond. And so, Father, we pray, uh, united tonight. God, you accomplished so much in the last uh, two years and the last year here in 2015. You were able to use us and our different teams in different ways to bless other people. I pray that you would continue to give us inroads and opportunities to be a blessing to our city and to the people in it and to the people beyond the reach of this, uh, this region. Would you continue to expand uh, our opportunities to, to make inroads and to advance the story of Jesus, the life-changing hope and grace of his life, his forgiveness, his hope, Father, I pray for hearts in this city of over a million people who aren't connected to you. God, would you help us reach some? Whatever you want to put that number to, God, would you help us to invest and to invite people into a life-giving, life-changing relationship with your son? I pray that, that in this 2016 that you would continue to expand our opportunities to invest into the school here in Catalina. We pray your blessing over the teachers, the administration, the students that are represented here. God, would you continue to let your peace rest in this place? May it be a place of peace and a sea of so much unrest that happens within the scenarios and the circumstances that make up the families that, that come here that are connected to John B. Wright. God, would you allow us to have inroads and influence of your peace and your hope in both those schools. We pray your blessing over Catherine. And Father, we pray your blessing over Christian as they lead. Father, we ask for our friendships and the roots of those to deepen and that you continue to give us opportunities to surprise with your grace and your hope. We continue to ask that you would use us to make a difference here. Father, would you expand other opportunities and other connections would you give us the resources we need to make all that happen? Father, we pray for uh, the church and for the Compassion Project in Ecuador. We ask that this year, there would be a year they finish their buildings. This would be a year where more staff are added and that the student increase would continue to grow and that we would expand our hearts to continue to support more and more of those students, that they would come to know you, Jesus, and they would find life-giving hope in nutrition, in education, and the blessing over their families. Father, thanks for that. Thanks that we get to partner with you around the corner and around the globe. We love you. 
We're humbled. We're honored. Father, we pray your blessing over Element City Church. May we be a church that infuses and encourages other churches here in Tucson. That your church might reach the million plus people who are wandering and who need to see that there is a hope available. So as we start into this new year, we ask that you go before us, behind us, beside us. You give us a heart to hear you, eyes to see you at work, and a passion to join you there. Father, for each individual gathered here, those that are connected to, they would call Element City Church home. I pray for your blessing over them individually, over their family. I pray for health. I pray for an awareness, awakening for them of your activity in their life. Pray that you'd meet them in each question. You'd meet them in each doubt. That you would ensure them. Father, for each struggle that they face, may they be built up in you, strengthened by your spirit. Father, may we be a church that continues to grow a heart of a worshiper in all we do, which is more than a song, God. It's about our heart affection being aimed in your direction. And so would you continue to expand the roots of that? Would you grow us to be people of your word that know you? I think of Ephesians 1.17. This says, I keep asking of the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ that he might have wisdom to know him better. Not just know more about him, but relationally to know God better. And I pray that for our folks tonight, for our family. That 2016 would be a year where we come to know you better. And we're blessed by that. Father, we want the fame in the name of Jesus to be lifted high in all that we say and do. So may you give us the energy, the wisdom, the passion to live that out here in this coming year. Thanks that we get to have some fun tonight. And as we sing this song, Father, may we sing it with all of our hearts. May these words be words that ring in our soul this coming year as we seek to praise you, to praise your name, and to lift you high.